Welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, my weekly podcast empowering you to live a healthier life. Thank you for being with me today. The recent passing of actor Chadwick Boseman due to colon cancer has shocked fans of all ages and shined a light on this disease and the importance of getting screened. Best known for his iconic role in Marvel's Black Panther, Boseman was only 43 when he lost his battle with colon cancer. While colon cancer death has been declining among older Americans for decades, it's unfortunately increasing among people younger than 55. Here to discuss this important issue is Dr. Michael Del Rosario, director of the Division of Colorectal Surgery at Atlantic Care. First, what went through your mind when you heard the sad news about Bozeman, doctor? Uh, yes, Robin. I mean, I was immediately sad um, to hear about Chad Bozeman as, as an actor passing away at such a young age. Um, me and both my young kids enjoyed watching him as King T'Challa in the Black Panther movie, um, as uh, all young boys he do. They like the Avengers and superheroes. Yes. yes. And it was yes. shocking to everyone. And, uh, you know, especially somebody that young. How common is colorectal cancer? Colon cancer is among the top three uh, diagnosed cancers in men and women in the United States. And it's among the top three uh, causes of death due to cancer in men and women in the United States. Fortunately, rates of death are declining for older Americans. Why is that? Yeah, that's a good point. That that is testament to the uh, increased awareness um, about colon cancer and older patients, um, both uh, through the patients and through their primary care physicians. Older people um, above 55 are getting screened um, more often as they should be, um, and we're, we're finding that the screening is leading directly to a decreased incidence of uh, colon cancer deaths. That is the good news. The bad news, the other side of that, is there is an uptick in cancer, colon cancer deaths among people under 55. Why is that? Yeah, that's uh, that's a good question. We are seeing more colon cancers in patients uh, younger than 50. Um, I've seen it as young as 18 years old, uh, more commonly in 30 to 40 years old. Um, the exact answer is unknown, but we're feeling it's uh, due to environmental causes, possibly something in the diet or in lifestyle um, activity, uh, sedentary lifestyle, obesity. Um, but patients of this age uh, wouldn't even think of getting screened, um, and we're seeing higher rates of colon cancer in these younger patients. That is alarming and something that we need to, to really get the message out about that. You actually treated a patient who had colorectal cancer when she was pregnant at the age of 38. Tell us about that. Yeah, that's that's a tough story. About, about five years ago, um, I, I entered a patient examining room in my office, and there was a familiar young lady in there. Uh, she was the daughter of a patient of mine who several years earlier I operated on for rectal cancer. Uh, I also took care of this young lady's mother who had uh, colon cancer. Um, of course, I expected her dad and, or her mom to be in the room as the patient, but this time she was the patient. Uh, she was barely 38 years old, and she was pregnant in her second trimester with her third uh, child. Um, she had some bleeding, um, as it is a very common complaint, uh, with her bowel movements, and a very good gastroenterologist listened to her complaints and performed a lower endoscopy on her, uh, which she would otherwise not have had until many years later. Um, and it was at the point that this young lady uh, was found to have colon cancer. Um, the incidence of colon cancer in pregnancy is extremely rare. It's about 1 in 50,000 people. 
I ended up operating on this lady while she was pregnant. Uh, We gave her a minimally invasive surgery uh, during the pregnancy, and she avoided a big painful scar. Uh, Her final results showed that she had positive lymph nodes, meaning it was a more advanced colon cancer. Uh, She subsequently underwent chemotherapy while pregnant. Uh, This brave lady then carried her child to term and delivered Atlantic Care. Uh, her child is now almost five years old, healthy, and starting kindergarten this fall. Wow. What a story. Unbelievable. And what, listening to that and thinking about going through something like that while you're pregnant, I mean, that's just enough to worry about. And then you have that on top of it. it that's amazing. And it's good to know that she's doing well today, but very scary. And that is why I think that they have now lowered the age for people getting colonoscopies. Tell us about that. Yes, for for many years, the standard age at which you get your colonoscopy in average risk individuals for was 50 years old. That's because at age 50 and above, we start seeing a higher incidence of colon cancer. But over the last five to 10 years, just you know, the talk around town amongst physicians and healthcare providers is that we're hey, we're starting to see colon cancer in patients younger than 50, and it was just inevitable that the the um, recommendations would be to lower the age. The age currently now um, for the first screening test uh, should be at age 45. Is that message getting out? I'm not sure people realize that, and let's face it, nobody jumps at the chance of getting a colonoscopy. Yay, I have my colonoscopy today, but it's really, really important, and are, are you starting to feel like people are, are hearing that and starting to do it at a younger age? Um, my feeling is it's there's not enough awareness of uh, the new younger age for colonoscopy. Um, part of it is due to younger people feeling invincible, maybe such mm-hmm. as the Black Panther. They don't think they can get sick. Um, and part of it is the doctors, the primary care doctors or other doctors, we don't know either that the rules have changed um and you know it's through programs such as yours where educational education is put forth to the community that that patients sometimes need to be their own advocate and and take charge of of their health uh, in order to affect a better outcome but for me it's frustrating because uh, patients are not um, getting screened early enough or aware that they need to be screened at such a young age And it's really every 10 years, pretty much, unless you have a family history or symptoms of colon cancer, isn't it every 10 years? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, everybody dreads the colonoscopy. Uh, Nobody likes the thought of it, Um, you know, but uh, it's not something you need to do every year. It can be every seven to 10 years, depending on findings. If you are at average risk, um, 10 years is fine. Um, But it's not something you need to do yearly. Absolutely. And I always say, I'd rather get a colonoscopy than colon cancer. So do your screenings. I mean, it's just so important. It's something we can do to be proactive about this type of cancer. And there are so many deaths that could be avoided if only people had been screened earlier. And speaking of screening, we see ads for home colorectal screening kits. How effective are they? And should we be doing them or should we not be doing them? Yeah, Robin, that's a great question. Uh, home screening kits uh, afford the patient the privacy of doing it at their own home. Um, it's readily available. Um, they are effective. Uh, basically, you take a stool sample and place it on a piece of paper and then send a test into a lab, which will tell the patient that they have colon polyps or colon cancer. My 
general belief is that some test is better than no test. Um, if the uh, stool test for blood is positive, that should prompt the patient to seek um, a colonoscopy for polyps or colon cancer. Um, I do like that patients are actually seeing these commercials on TV and, and taking the initiative to order these tests and get it done. What's unfortunate is sometimes uh, the elderly people, such as those aged 70 and over, who, based on the recommendations, some insurance companies do not uh, allow for colonoscopies in this age group, but they have many years to live and they're very viable and active. Uh, they, they are not getting screened through colonoscopy. They order the home screening kits and that comes out positive. Then they undergo the colonoscopy and then sometimes they find a colon polyp or cancer. But, you know, like you said, I believe that doing something is better than nothing. That may lead you to uh, want to get your colonoscopy if your home test is positive. But still, the colonoscopy is the gold standard and something we need to make sure we do. Uh, what are some of the symptoms of colorectal cancer? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, and that, that leads directly towards uh, one of the reasons why people don't get colonoscopies. Uh, the most common symptom of uh, in a patient when they are diagnosed with colon cancer is that they are asymptomatic, meaning they have no pain, they have no bleeding, no constipation or change in their in their stool habits. Um, I often get you know ask people why don't you get your colonoscopy and they say well I feel fine, um, <laughs> right? Uh, but but um, it's it's really found in most people without symptoms, right? And that is pretty much the thing that you have to worry about because if people feel okay, they don't want to get screened and that's not the way to do it, to get screened no matter what. Uh, what about reducing our risk? There's so many lifestyle choices we can make to reduce our risk of colon cancer and of course other types of cancers. Yes, there are modifiable and not modifiable risk factors. The ones that are not modifiable are a personal history of colon polyps or cancer or familial history of colon cancer or polyps. Uh, the risk factors that you can modify uh, include losing weight as well as uh, modifying your diet. A diet that's high in red meat and processed foods conveys or confers an increased risk of colon cancer, whereas a diet high in fiber can lower your risk of colon cancer. Smoking, uh, drinking too much, you know, all yeah. of these smoking factors. Smoking and alcohol are other risk factors. Exactly. Making healthy choices and living a healthy lifestyle in general can help prevent so many illnesses, diseases, and problems in our life. So we need to eat nutritiously, make sure we get plenty of physical activity, and of course, see our healthcare provider on a regular basis and make sure we get a complete annual checkup. It's the one thing that is included with our health care for most of us at no charge. So take advantage of that. Although I do think some people have been a little hesitant to go to their doctor because of COVID, but there are so many safety precautions in place. It is very safe and very important to go. Don't let another problem continue just because you might be afraid of getting COVID. That's not the way to go about it. Yes. I mean, there was a big delay in colonoscopies and screenings for colon cancer during the quarantine. Um, Atlanticare has certainly put multiple safety measures in effect. Um, we're seeing a, a surge in uh, di you know, diagnoses of new colon cancer and polyps in patients that should have otherwise been treated months earlier. 
And if you think about it, the delay in diagnosis and treatment just leads to progression of the disease towards a later stage or more advanced problem that could have been taken care of um, more easily when it was diagnosed earlier. I think it's important to make the point that you were still caring for patients during the quarantine. Uh, That's correct, Robin. I mean, certainly anybody uh, with colon cancer or the possibility of having colon cancer, such as rectal bleeding or uh, abdominal pain, uh, these patients were still getting the colonoscopies they needed. And uh, in terms of the surgeries um, throughout the quarantine, uh, we were uh, treating the colon cancer patients with the surgeries that they needed um, because these patients, for one, uh, if you leave the cancer there, it progresses to later stage. And two, there's a huge level of anxiety and stress on the patient knowing that they have uh, colon cancer. So we did not delay any treatment for them because of the uh, quarantine, and we proceeded to take care of these patients appropriately. Your health does not wait. Your health care does not wait. I'm glad you mentioned early detection because in almost every type of illness, the sooner you find it, the better your outcome. So if you have been putting off your colorectal screening, your colonoscopy, hopefully this will get you thinking about it. You'll make that appointment to do it. And if you are 45 years of age, you now can start getting your first colon cancer screening. So I think that's very important as well. Hopefully the take-home message from this podcast. That's a great point. Um, Getting diagnosed earlier and at the right age uh, will directly affect your outcome. I mean, it it sounds almost cliche, but uh, uh, an ounce of prevention is is worth a pound of cure, which is the colonoscopy or screening and, and getting that polyp removed before it turns into cancer, uh, which would be the surgery and chemotherapy if if it progressed through a later stage disease. But if found earlier, you might not even need to go that route. So that's why we need to continue to stay on top of all of our screenings. And uh, where can we find out more? Uh, you can visit AtlanticCare.org or call one eight 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 five six nine one thousand. Thank you so much for sharing this important information. Dr. Michael Del Rosario, Director of the Division of Colorectal Surgery at Atlantic Care. And thank all of you for joining us today. Hope you learned something about improving your health. That is the goal of this podcast. And we do this every single week. So hope you'll join me again for the next episode of Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And until next time, stay safe and keep living well.